Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 Plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to another episode of Strictly Hip Hop. This is a special one. This is Strictly Hip Hop Local Artist Episode 4. And here with me is Nick Heel and Chris Adams. It's your boy. You know, we got the Hennessy on deck. It's your boy. Little Jetta. He pulled up in the hatchback. I was passenger seat in the hatchback. You know how it is. That's true. Yeah. He was. I was. All right, well, guys, let's get let's get into it. So this is Somewhere in the Valley mixtape. Somewhere in the Valley. But where now, in the Valley? Somewhere. Somewhere. I can't tell you where. It was, so, it was just somewhere. Nick, yes. this is your project. Yes. How do you how do you feel? How what was that moment like when you just first just done? Well, it was stressing me out a lot to be honest because you know, the finishing, I had like two more songs to finish at the end and uh so I was stressing out about that, but I got them done. And it felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders, you know what I mean? Yeah, to have that final just mix and just yeah, mess and just all great. done. I can't even explain it. All right, so we got here to Somewhere in the Valley. So Somewhere in the Valley, now, I remember talking to you about it, so I vaguely have an idea because I was involved a lot in the process. But uh, tell me about the, the cover art and the title, like where the inspiration came from and everything for well, this project. Um, like, Three or four months ago, I went to California for my first time, and uh, my sister lives in the valley. She lives in Burbank, which is, um, which is somewhere in the valley, and uh, so I spent a week in California in the valley, and that trip just really opened my eyes, like seeing the lifestyle of California, like, because like I always dreamed about going there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I finally get to go there, and it's like everything I've always imagined. And, um, so really it's, it's about the trip I took, but also where I want to end up or like where my destination is. So I took a trip to somewhere in the Valley, but in the future I would like to live somewhere in the Valley. So really it's like, it's like both sides. Yeah. Yeah. 
I I got you. Yeah, because I mean, I've to be honest with you, I've known you since before and after the trip, and I I think when you came back, I think I just noticed that you were just a lot more inspired in terms yeah, of. Yeah, it really inspired me. Like everybody there, there's like all different types of people doing their own thing. It's like a beautiful place with beautiful people. Yeah, and so I mean, obviously that that was your inspiration. Um, so the creative process. How, how difficult was it to be able to kind of capture those thoughts and that that level of inspiration was it did it come easy because of the inspiration or was it just or was it very difficult to try and capture those vibes of being there somewhere in the valley because I think you really do take us there in that in this project I think it was kind of difficult because before I left to go to California I think I had like one or two songs done on this mixtape. It might have been one. It might be Undefeated with MJ. And uh, I I got back and I had so many thoughts in my head that it was like hard to process it all. Like I had to take like a month off of like trying to make music because I just had to soak it all in. And then that's when it all got organized in my head. And it was pretty easy after that to, you know, get my vision yeah, to kind of draw your inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that with that being said, with the creative process and everything, I was introduced kind of early, very early into the process. I think you had three songs done the first time. You showed me everything yeah. that you had. And so, like, from that moment, I knew that this was going to be something, like, big, something different. And I, I'll keep saying this again throughout the podcast, that it is a very cohesive album or mixtape you should call it right mm-hmm, yeah. um so the the project itself is very cohesive and and it does tell a story and everything and so was that always the goal did you want to tell the story or did you just want to capture the vibes like i wanted to kind of tell a story because i want people to know who i am through the music like there's a lot about me that people don't know and i think i think it's easy for me to show people through the music so really it's kind of like a story you know yeah and so let's get into that i think that leads perfectly because i think you started very strong with the intro now this was a track we we argued about all the time in the studio um (laughs) and so the intro track is um it's off of the instrumental of logic's 44 bars and it's a it's very it's a very strong strong way to start the tape i mean you kind of show showcase i mean both your lyrical abilities but just also like you you open up very deeply for an intro track. I mean, are you were you worried that that was that that doing that was going to turn a lot of people off, or were you, you yeah. just like I had to do this? Like, I think in this day and age, people don't want to hear the message; they want to hear the music, like the good music, you know. But I think I think I put the two together, and uh, for it being an outro, well, at first off, I want to say I used the forty four bars instrumental because. Um, I was looking, I had like a lot of the mixtape done and I was just looking for like an intro track and Logic dropped that mixtape and I heard 44 bars and I was like, I have to fucking use this. Like this is, like this is it. And like the intro, the beginning before the beat drops is just so fucking cold. So I wanted the message of the intro to be like real personal. I wanted, I, I wanted it to be like, like this is who I am, like I've had issues in my past, like, I think everybody has some fucked up shit that they go through, and I really wanted the intro to be, like, more of a message, 
like this is who I am this is what I can do even if I have some problems just like everybody else does so kind of like you wanted to connect with them yeah really also connecting and like proving to people like you can do anything you want to do just you know what I, you know what yeah. I'm trying to and say? I think I think it's cool because I think you start off with okay like this is my mindset now and I think like throughout the album or mixtape rather you see uh you see the growth in yourself and then yeah. and I and think that's that, what I was aiming for so you wanted to show off because I mean you have this line uh this is for the people with low confidence who's been there I'm still there like yeah cause so I've at, had at that point issues yeah. all my life and that's what I wanted to show people like I can do this and then the rest of the mixtape right. goes on. You know? Right, yeah. And I think it transitions very well into 16, because, I mean, 16 is when yeah. you started rapping, right? 16 is, like, a personal track, but it's also, like, pretty it's, hard yeah. for, like, a personal track, because, like, 16 is when I, I dropped my first EP called April. So, like, that's, you know, it's, like, real personal. And I, yeah. feel, like, I feel like what you bring to that song is just, like, it's like the attitude of a 16-year-old that doesn't really, like... Yeah. That he's kind of, like, still a little, like, ignorant and, like, so fucking what? I'm gonna yeah, do like, it, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. me being 16, you know? Exactly. And and I think, I think, again, I think that those two tracks really show the growth at the end. Like, you have to... You have to listen to the to the mixtape front to back to really see that growth. Like, yeah, and I agree, and I totally. think. I think that that does does a great job of it, and I think it establishes kind of a connection with the fans. Um, so let's get in, let's skip forward a few tracks. Um, I wanted to talk about the interlude. Now, the interlude is something we discussed a lot. It's actually produced by Chris. Chris, how did you come up with the concept of that of that beat? Wait, 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 hold up. I remember texting Chris. I was like, "Yo, I need a fucking interlude for this," and I I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it, but. Um, this is when Chris was first starting, like, getting into producing, like, beat making, and, uh, I hit his line, Chris, if you want to talk about it, go ahead. Yeah, it was, like, basically, he just hit me up, and, like, I don't know, the way me and Nick have always, like, me, we're, we understand that describing a sound is really hard, so, like, he came to me, he's like, yo, I need something, like, kind of jazzy, that kind of sounds like, you know, it's kind of, it's not exactly a... A beat that you're gonna be actually rapping over, but it's more yeah. like it, like it's there. The the presence is just the music, and that's it. And you want to set the motion with the music, yeah, not the words. That's exactly. what I came at him with. Exactly, and then and so honestly, all I did was for you know I had I had like a jazz kit that I've kind of messed around with before, and all I did was try and envision some sort of like Kendrick Lamar, like almost like a <clears throat> to kind pimp of, a yeah to pimp a butterfly, like a. You know, Melody. like a neo soul type of like, well, not really right. neo soul, but like, what, what am I trying to say? Like the kind of like a like a new new jazz almost. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like the, the kind of like there's like a whole movement right now in um, hip hop, hip hop with like you know the jazz samples. Yeah, I mean, and that started with "To Pimp a Butterfly," which hey, no samples either. Yeah, no samples. No samples. And so yeah, he did. I I think it's actually one of the most just in terms of. The instrumental is, I think it's one of the best instrumentals it's on beautiful. the project. I would say it's beautiful. It, it does. Now, where did the drugs and beautiful women come from? Because, I mean, because, when you hear it, it's very it's very happy. It's very uplifting, yeah, it, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, to me, who doesn't love drugs and beautiful women, you know? Like, drugs and beautiful women is such a happy concept. Like, at this... That's, like, the best. That's all anybody wants. Right. Like, it's, like, it's it's supposed to be, like, it makes you happy. 
drugs and beautiful women can make you happy, it's not everything, but in the moment, it can make you happy, and that's what I wanted to go for, because that, that's how the emotion is, do you agree? Yeah, yeah, I agree, I mean, the emotion, the emotion it gives is very uplifting, positive. People might not see that, but to me, that's what the feeling is. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like that's, that's why I wanted to bring it up, is because I feel that that's going to be the one that kind of just goes over a lot of people's head. Yeah, and I understood that from the get-go, but... It's me and right. how it's I kind feel of that, personally. That, that's like a moment that's there for people who really like hip hop, like who are like yeah. there for hip hop heads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people understand like that. You don't always skip over the interlude. The interlude does play a major part. You mm-hmm. know, in, in that, the project, in the yeah. whole story of the album or yeah. project, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Um. So, well, so I love I love that, and that that kind of to me it sets um. And and I know this um, for a fact, just like being in a studio so, with you. So like this really starts off like a, a set portion and my personal favorite portion of the mixtape, which is all the love songs with playing yes. and say my name. I love these songs. And so um, and in these, you're both addressing drugs and beautiful women, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like so you're so you're using that instrumental. T- and it's kind of it's kind of weird because you have you have the contrast of it. Like you said, it starts off the drugs and beautiful women instrumental is very happy. Yeah. But then uh, playing is also which we'll get into in a second. Very good song, love it. Thank um, you. <laughs> so in, in terms it of that, and then say my name, which is darker, which we'll we'll kind of talk about that. So mm-hmm. so you kind of showed both aspects of it, right? Is that what you were going for? Yeah, that's what I was going for. I want because I think those two things are very big distractions uh, but also inspirations at the same time drugs and beautiful women i think can be beneficial and um like bad for you like toxic you know right right okay so let's get into it let's get into playing so this is this is one of Shout my favorite beanets i love that motherfucker yes he always brings something great to the table yes okay so i've been shout out i mean i'm gonna shout myself out here i was the one who kind of <laughs> I'm kind of Put responsible for the connection between these two artists, but yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, is a is a dude from Wisconsin. <laughs> Shout out to Beanets, that's my guy. This is might be I've been on him since like since hype, like that's like Bro, 2013. And so he, right, amen, amen to that. Amen to that. Makes a goddamn noise for Beanets, everybody. <laughs> but um, no, no, it's the thing I wanted to say is that I feel like this is one of his best verses ever. Yeah, and, this verse is so good. Um. I just feel bad for you because it's on your tape. <laughs> no, I'm glad he did that. Fuck Damn. you. Yeah. Damn. I, I'm just is this kidding. Gonna like, shots. Are y'all about to start like subtweeting once this podcast is over? Like, yeah. No, no. I wish you yeah. never said that. Like, there's there's no beef. Song about it. There's no beef. I mean, it is it is such a good verse. but no, um, His I'll, verse definitely outdid mine, but it wasn't the point. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. I'm about to have bars on this. This is me right. telling a story. You know? Right, right. And then... He just came in and did like and his own his thing, own story. and it was really, it was really cool. I mean, this is—I've shown people this. I mean, I've had this record for months, and so like I kind of got to show it around to some friends, yeah. and like this was always the consensus favorite. Like, yeah, I think this is one of my favorites too, definitely. So white girls like fucking number one play on their fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. This is for the ladies. This is for the ladies, and so so. Anyways, I want to talk about your verse because I mean. <laughs> Despite what I just said about Venus verse, I do really like your verse a lot, and I thought I thought you guys brought contrasting um, thoughts to it. And so with that with that verse, was it was there like was was the inspiration um, was the inspiration just like 
a particular woman or was it just or was it the idea the yeah, concept the the inspiration was a particular girl and um this girl really impacted me and like one night i was just like you know really in my feels about it and i wanted to i wanted to get shit off my chest and um yeah i mean i do have songs where it's just like the concept of a girl but this particular one and she knows who she is too um, I actually emailed this song to her. Really? Yeah, I emailed to her, and she emailed me back. It was pretty tight. That's a gutsy move. Yeah, I know. I, was, I think I was drunk or something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's about a particular girl. Yeah. And so with that being said, with, with all that, I think it is one of your more personal verses. Um, yeah, it's would, very personal. Would you agree? But it's kind of almost an, it's in a happy song. Like It's not, it's not sad or, yeah. or dark. And De- first of all, Devin Baldwin on that hook, she's a fucking... Yeah. amazing singer i know i've like ever since kind of g easy which i give him a lot of credit for like her being kind of brought up like yeah. it's like that he was the one that really like you know i like her gl- most some of her most glorified like appearances are on g yeah because this this is a g easy instrumental it's yeah exactly up, which i've yeah. known this and it was funny because i had the instrumental saved a long time ago before i even knew the song mm-hmm like really? I I found the instrumental and I was like, "This is tight." It's real and then, tight. And then like I mean, I already knew who G Easy was, but I didn't think that it was an actual instrumental until I at one point heard the song and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh damn!" But no, I really like it's such a good instrumental. It's yeah, beautiful. it is really good. I heard it. Yeah, the first time I heard it, it like clicked in my head, and I went home and wrote that verse. Like literally, I was in the car and I played the instrumental on accident. I accidentally clicked it, and uh, it just and it just happened. Fate just kind of happened, yeah, right? It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's one of my favorite songs off off the record, and me too. I think I think, and then say my name. Explain, explain the contrast between those two, because there is there is a very uh, strong contrast between those two records. I think I think say my name is more more of an idea of a woman that I'm I'm talking to, like not a specific woman, but you know, a girl in general who has, who has problems. Like that song's supposed to be me talking to a girl and playing is a song talking about a girl and mm-hmm. like issues we've had. But, um, if you listen to say my name, like real closely, um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like me talking to a girl that has problems. Like me, me saying like, like, yeah, life can fuck you over sometimes. Like life's a bitch sometimes, but like, like just live in the moment you know yeah and i i love the i love the sampling you did on say my name it, it was fantastic it was top of the level again another one of my favorite songs Thank i think you. like i said this is my favorite like portion of the mixtape yeah is is the if you i guess you can call it the love portion of the <laughs> mixtape um my favorite portion is the portion that i'm on yeah <laughs> Whose man's is this? <laughs> Whose man's is this? Uh, who invited this we'll guy? Get, we'll get into your portion. We'll, yeah, because that's Because that. that's coming up. So, okay, so Too Real for Rap. Now, this was a very, uh, kind of a last second record. Yeah, this is like last second. So, I had um, I had two songs in the making, and uh, I, was, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with these two songs. I didn't have them both 100% written. I've had them, I had them both kind of recorded, like the hooks, and like one of them I had the verses and the bridge, but... I wasn't really feeling it and like I want to feel you know I want to feel that like if I'm not feeling it I'm not gonna put it out and um so I came across this guy like two months ago Vinny Cash shout out to Vinny Cash Detroit represent um and 
I like asked him if he wanted to work, and um, he had this song called "Too Real for Rap," and he sent me he sent me the song without his second verse on it, and uh, I put my verse on it, and it's it's really something I wanted to talk about too because um, if you listen to that song, it's it's talking about how the the rap game, in my perspective, like how the rap game is maybe changing because you know the past 10 years have been a, has been a very big change right hip-hop and uh so really that's what i that's what we talked about on that song like me going off of his first verse and i think our voices really clashed well on that song that's one yes. of my favorite two very songs. different styles yeah. but they but the, they complement each other yeah i love that song yeah. shout out to vinnie cash yeah shout out to vinnie cash because that was that was a really dope record i feel like that was something that the it's funny. I didn't realize that this, this that this mixtape was missing it until I heard it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. And then uh, Chris can attest to this. We were talking as soon as like the day you sent me it, and then and then we both kind of just said yes. This was a missing element. Yeah, and, and I, I thought the same thing. Yeah. And it just kind of it just kind of happened like that. Okay, so Chris, we're gonna bring you in for this part too because this part is um the the next two tracks task force. Task Force and Every Time We Ride. Bro, These Task two. Force we've been working on. Was, that for... was literally the <laughs> longest song process ever. Longest? Like two months. Like, yeah, like literally two months. And we got it done the first night, but, you know, shit goes wrong sometimes with mixing and recording. And uh, so we had to redo it. When we went to go redo it, I was sick. So my voice was all fucked up. And then Torian got sick like the week after that, so his voice is all fucked up. And, and then uh, my my shit didn't lay down right. Yeah, so really this song was a pain in the ass, <laughs> but it goes hard as fuck. Yeah, I I it was do so think worth it. it was like, so worth it. I do think in the end, being um, I do think that Task Force is your hardest verse on this mixtape. I will I will one hundred percent co-sign that. Maybe. I, it I, might be. It, there's. It's arguable. I ride with that 100. percent That and my first verse on every time we ride. Yeah, yeah. Every time we ride too. So Task Force is just straight up. Straight this bars. this one. Okay, you talk about for hip hop heads. This is the track for hip hop heads. I mean, this is straight bars. I mean, you got you got you, you got Jew, you got Chris, and you got Torin, right? Yeah. And all four of you guys just just Snap. go bars. No hook. Nothing. No hook. Nothing. Just straight bars. Shout out to Terry for that. Yeah, shout out to beat. Terry for the instrumental. That that instrumental is hard. That, it's like that instrumental goes so hard. There's like a, it, there's like a shady 2.0 element to it. Yeah, it's kind of tight. really. It's like a it. very cipher type beat. Yeah, yeah like exactly. And that's why like. But it's we like almost spit. like brought to like a new age. And Terry like throws his own spin on it too, which is really cool. Yeah. Like I don't know the way that the snare hits is not is like nothing you've ever heard. It's like a snare mixed with a horn. Like that where else are you so gonna find that? Yeah. One yeah. of a kind. And then every time we ride. So, Chris. Bro. Chris, if I'm going to be honest with you, I think you fucked up here. Because you found it, and then you gave this beat to <laughs> you gave this beat to Nick. And no, I, no, like, I should have kept this song for my own. You should have kept this song for yourself. Listen, this is how this went, though. I hit up Chris, and I said, yo, I want you to be on this mixtape. I want you to give me a hook, and I'll rap the verses. This motherfucker showed me a hook that same day. And I was like, yo, this is it. I, I need to spit verses on this. And and then <laughs> and then he has the nerve to n- not send it to me. 
I like kind. Of, it was kind of like a tease, almost like I showed it to him. But I'm like, but no, you can't use this. Like, like, it's like this but, is here, like up for grabs. But, but because nah, it, it. in the moment I was like, yo, I'm about to be a real nice dude and give him this hook real quick. But then I was listening to it as I was showing it to him, and I'm like, this shit yo, hard. Yeah, cold, I'm not about to give this to him. I was like, <laughs> no, I, like I, I hope totally, that's mine. As an <laughs> artist, I totally understand that though. But he he made up for it obviously by coming at me with a hot ass hook. Yeah, like, oh, man, that was some crazy shit. Like, I found that beat, and I was fucking with it, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I was listening to it forever, and one of, uh, somebody we all know, uh, JJ, Justice Lorenz, the homie. JJO, shout out. Shout out to JJO. He he was in the studio with me while I was, like, you know, kind of, like, playing it back over and over. I'm like, you know, what can I do to this? And he's like, bro, this is one of my favorite instrumentals I've ever heard in my life. I, I said like, that too. I yeah, said that I know. Goes like hard. a lot of people are like, this instrumental is crazy, and I like uh, it's a. Uh, I mean, no, no bullshit. I found it on YouTube. Like that's like a huge yeah, outlet for new. That like, is a huge like, outlet. Uh, like, you know, be pe- producers now. Like you get like, you go on there and you see that these videos have one hundred fifty thousand views and shit. Like from people like just looking up beats, like yeah. just just right. strictly rap instrumentals. And so like, shout out to Nate J A who made the beat. I've actually kind of like. I've kind of, we've always been like freestyling over his beats and shit, and I just found this one. I was like, oh, I'm rolling with this. Yeah, it beats so hard. And yeah. then I, I kind of like pressured Nick into letting me get a verse on it too, because I really like the. <laughs> yeah, it was originally gonna be just him on the hook, and then uh, me on the verses, or me, yeah, me on the verses. But it turned out to uh, have Chris on the verse too, which went hard as fuck. So. So it all worked I'm out. I'm happy about it. Shouts. That, all, that song. I feel like that's the least you could do is get a verse since you gave him. No, yeah, totally that, And that song was actually kind of a process too, because like we we've like we sat Rain and alert. we sat down and did it, and then ended up shooting a music video. Like so, we didn't finish it. Yeah. Then we sat down and did it one night, and then got you know to uh to uh you to, know uh, absent minded. We can say uh, yeah, because yeah, we was chilling. <laughs> You know, and so, like, but finally one day we were like, all right, let's just fucking get this done right now. And it just turned out so good, dude. Yeah, this song is one of my favorites. Yeah, absolutely one of my favorites. I think I've said that on four songs now, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) Now your favorite. But nah, seriously, dude, every time we write one of my favorite instrumentals, this is a song that, without a doubt, I mean, this was one of the last ones to be recorded. But I, um, this is, without a doubt, going to be, like, the first one I show to people, like... Yeah, it's, I've emailed this song to like three different people. Yeah, yeah, this is a song. This is a heart. This is one of my favorites. Seriously. And it seriously is like to be honest with you, like a hundred percent honest with you, it's one of my favorite instrumentals I've heard in my life. Like I just really love this instrument. Yeah, it's got this that guy sample, is su- that sample from, super talented. Uh, what's your what's his name? Because I feel we got to shout him out for the instrument. Nate Nate J A. Nate, Nate J A. You made a dope ass beat, bro. Yes. Yes, thank you, thank you, Nay J. You blessed you. you blessed this mixtape. <laughs> uh, so then let's get into uh, let's get into the outro. So that every time we ride leads into the outro, the end of the album, and obviously being the outro. Um, mixtape, yeah, mixtape. You know, whatever. I think it's good enough to be an album. All right, a oh, good but, comeback. But, yeah, <laughs> but that's how you save yourself. A mixtape, you know. Yeah, it's technically a mixtape. Um, it's free, don't worry. It's an album that's free ninety nine. But <laughs> I mean, uh, on iTunes. <laughs> but uh the outro, no, the outro is is a real great track. Uh draped up. Draped up. Draped up. And I think I think that it's so cool like, when you listen to when you listen to this uh to the intro track more than an intro and then you listen to Draped Up, I think like you just really kind of get the difference. 
but you don't really get the difference unless you listen to the whole tape. Because I mean, the whole tape you address your problems with women, you address you know your problems with confidence, you address all these things. Yeah. The issues of just being a, a local rapper struggling to get your name out there. Uh-huh. Like so, you you address all these problems, and I think that just the the difference between the intro and outro, just the feel of the instrumentals, everything about it, just I think shows a drastic change and and growth in in your um in your musical ability in terms of and just your growing process mm-hmm. yeah so, draped up is such like a magical instrumental like, yeah it is it's like i don't know there's just something about it like it just it just fucking it, it's a draped good up, yeah, yeah and that, it's a that good, sample i don't know it's what a that's good, from but it's, it's a good way tight. to just bring everything to a close like it's like the calm that's at a the good end way to get sued by the, the way calm, saying calm, you don't know where it's saying the 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 song. <laughs> yeah i know that's a but uh, but the cal- yeah the calm at the end of the storm that's a very good way to put it because that that's really that's really how it is it's calming too like um it's like some it's like smooth the, shit it's some smooth ass shit you hear me but uh <laughs> you hear me <laughs> so the outro to me is like is me saying like yo I'm draped up like going through this whole process of the mixtape from everything I said in it and shit I've been through people i'm going through this shit with it's uh it's like me saying like compared to the intro the intro is like this is where i'm at now draped up saying now after the whole process is finished this is where i'm at i'm feeling good because that's how i was feeling by the end of the mixtape you know what i mean yeah i i feel that 100 percent um i i think that again like i said not to kind of repeat myself but i think it's important like it does show the growth in you as a person like yeah. and and as an artist like in terms of both musically and you know yeah personally. Dra- draped up you're just like more sure of yourself yeah and like you can tell by the lyrics like um I th- the first line i want that california lifestyle a pocket full of money watch the honeys run wild like it's like it's something like, i'm aiming yeah, for. it's like what's coming next yeah and it's like i'm one step closer to that goal it's like because of the mixtape yeah saying. yeah because of this it's yeah. like it's like leaving it, it's like you know leaving the end of a movie open for a sequel yeah like, you know what i'm saying it, that's like, exactly what it's like yeah okay i i love that i love the i love the outro um let's get into though i want to i want to close with some with some other thoughts like just about the mixtape in general so um first i wanted to talk about the features um did you go in with the mindset of i want i want this many features or i want these people like what was what was the plan or did you just wing it and then you just heard a beat and like oh this is for you know chris or this is for mj well, or whatever i, I think I, I wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for the people i'm surrounded by and I think these people bring out the best in me, you mm-hmm. know, like even you two here with me, like, yeah, your number one ghostwriter, Chris <laughs> Platty, <laughs> chill out. But, uh, nah, I wrote this whole tape front no, to back. Low key. Why do you think he's so hard? Why do you think the lyrics so hard? Huh? Yeah, I was going to, I was going to have to hit you with the, with the, the traditional Charlemagne. Yeah. All right. So who are you ghostwriters on this one? Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Um, I think, I think everybody, everybody that I worked with on this brought out the best in me and I, I feel like I have a lot of features on this. Like there might be like four songs where it's only me the whole the whole song, but I think that's okay because um, first of all it brings out different sounds and and keeps it interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, like I said, these 
and also people, on those you had collabs right like you had like feedback and everything like involved in those processes yeah, though, even those individual and songs like, like like these people want to fuck with me like um that that bean it song or or the vinnie cash remix i did like um I think it's it's really important to have other people to make music with. Well, yeah, like it's I I think it's great like creatively. It's so much more like I don't know. You end up well, the success rate is higher when you're working with somebody else. Yeah, like, I totally agree. And this being my first mixtape. Unless you're J Cole. Unless you're J Cole, you're J. Cole and, and you go you know, double, double platinum, platinum with no right. features. But, I mean, shit. In case One you day. didn't know, in One case day. you didn't know, J Cole's album went double platinum <laughs> with no features. <laughs> But this is this being my first mixtape, I don't think I need to go double platinum with no features. You know what I mean? I yeah, I, you could just go triple platinum yeah, with I can features. Just go tri- yeah, exactly. Put this mixtape on can, iTunes. I guess you can settle. Yeah, I guess I can settle with triple. I, I mean, we don't need to be picky here. Let's not, let's not get too ambitious here. I think I think we'll settle for triple platinum. Yeah, I'll just settle for that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. As long as them ghostwriting checks are good, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get, a, you'll get a cut. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. So I'm going to get a check for moral support. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's no yeah, check hey. for moral support. Get out the room. <laughs> oh, for oh. real? For real? Paul. That's how you, <laughs> you just go thanking it? everybody for all the features, all the help. Do I send some just, shade? Yeah. Or, okay, maybe I'm just going to have to drop he's hot stuff now. after this podcast. Oh, shit. In case you missed it, Jetta just diss track beef, coming. Rapper beef official hey. here. Nick Heal and Chris Adams, rapper beef. Coming to you live. I might hop right. on that track, too, if the checks ain't right. <laughs> but um, no, let's get back to let's get back to the podcast. So, okay, so this was the one what thing I took this? away. <laughs> The one thing I took away was the idea that this was very diverse. Like, you were flexing a bunch of different um, sounds and different styles, both yeah. both flow and everything. And I wanted to say that, like, um, one, it, one it, it it somehow is cohesive. Like, it does work. So oh, no. I I really like that. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, I don't know I don't how made a cohesive happened. project. I get it. I don't no, no, I didn't mean it to sound like that, but you know what I mean. Like it, it's just like it's different. It's different instrumentals and different, uh, different uh, sounds, but it's but it's still cohesive. Yeah. And with that being said, though, there are different sounds in this and different styles. Like we said, the love portion, you know, the you know the task force every time we ride is different like the from bars. the rest of yeah the bar yeah. is like. So was there any from this mixtape? Was there any sounds that you created that interests you and made you want to dive into that avenue more? Like maybe do a project on love because I mean I know that's something you're like very inspired by, or maybe do one just bars or do you know what I mean? Like I think I think definitely one because love is like a is like a huge thing to me like universal. Yeah, and people can feel that, and I I know I'm not the only one, and um. You know, I think we've all we've all had like emotions like that, and I I think I think it's important to uh, express those, and I think I can express them best through music. And I even dropped an EP called ILY, which uh, is strictly about love. It's only three songs though, but it's strictly <laughs> about love. But that's something I would like to do in the future is is make something about love, like stick to one emotion, you know, because people can relate to that. Yeah. Everyone has emotions. And he's a ladies' man, so he knows I'm, what he's talking I'm about when it comes to love. He's, he's doing all right. I, I see you. I see you. You're it's doing all right. all right. It's all right out here. <laughs> it's all right out here. Um, so what was the, la- the last thing I wanted to ask before we get out of here um, was what was the most difficult process uh, in the creation of the mixtape? Was it trying to make everything cohesive? Was it the mixing? Was it the recording? I mean, 
it could have been anything from in terms of figuring out the concepts uh any anything i think making it all cohesive was a, a big challenge to me because um as you know the only pro- projects i've dropped in the past have been eps right like six seven songs or under and uh and the reason i did that is because i guess I guess just like anything else in life, it's just like practice, you know? Yeah. Like you're on a football you, team. You didn't you feel ready to. Before. Yeah, exactly. So release those, a full project. Those things to me was just practice. And um, so keeping it cohesive, and I feel great about it because this is the first time I've actually ever made, well, this being my first mixtape too, which is fucking awesome. Um, keeping it cohesive is a, is a big goal that I, I think I've achieved in this. Uh, it's always been a challenge for me, so that that's probably the hardest part. But you did mention mixing, and um, I, you know, I can't hire no fucking like amazing engineers. It's me and my homies in the studio, like yeah. mixing our own shit. And you know, I can only go so far with that with the skills right. we have. Like we rap, but you got to know the basics to make good music. And um, so yeah, I think those two things are the hardest parts of this this project. All right, everybody. Well, it here it is. It is somewhere in the valley. It somewhere is out in now. The valley. It is it, out now. Get that shit. Go get it and Download support it. it. Uh, go ahead and tell them where where it's at. Where you can find it at. You can find it at SoundCloud.com/slash/NickHeal. H-E-A-L. Some people spell it H-E-E-L, but that's your foot. My last name is H-E-A-L. <laughs> oh, that, I just going down fucking history, dog. That's funny. But that's, but that's to get foot. that out there just in case. Like, that's your foot. Shout out foots. Shout yeah, out we can. Foots everywhere. <laughs> foots are out here. Foots are out. Shout out to Foots Everywhere foots for holding us foots. down supporting foots, us. Foots are lit. Yeah, for supporting us all through, through anything. Through this whole mixtape. Yeah, supporting us through everything. Through thick and thin. Well, look. I just want to say... Before we close this podcast, I want to say that I'm officially okay. You guys know I'm the most plugged in person around here when it comes to when it comes to local arts. I know everybody. I know Sino. I know Josh. I know you guys. I know Chris. I know Drew. I know everybody that's well, rapping out here. I know okay. you guys. <laughs> I said. Nah. I, said <laughs> I know you guys. I know Chris. I know. Like, I'm well, sorry. then I started naming my... some of the task force. You feel me? All right. So my point is, is that yo, I have to say something. It may offend you, other local rappers out there. But no, this comes from a place of love. This boy, Nick Heal, right now, has dropped the best project the 586, the HTP, whatever you want to call it, has seen. And this man has the crown around here. So you guys, you, gotta, you guys gotta snatch it from him, alright? So you guys it. gotta get your bars Jeez. up and work hard and make something that tops this, alright? Take it. You know, my head a little bit big, so this crown don't fit too well. So you can try and snatch it if you want. That's my goal. That, that's my goal with my project. I'm exactly. About, That's how. See, I'm, look, I'm about to. We already uh, got uh, people coming at me. My, it's all right. My, <laughs> not not a no. Right, su- let's not see, a, let's see the, if you still get a feature now. Not, not a no. <laughs> not a no sus shit. But I'm saying I'm gonna. Obviously, I want to aim to top him. Like that's how. That's how we That's how we work. That's how we grow. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's where I'm saying it from. Let me be 100 percent clear. Josh knows I got love for him. Sino knows I got love for him. Like all your people. Like I know. I know Game Boy's in the works. I know Josh Munn's got an EP with Bryce coming up. I know Chris yeah. has got. Got, in case you missed it, I see Michigan. I see Michigan. You know, you know it's it's a little secret right now, but Jetta season's coming too. So like, I know you guys are. I know you guys are coming. I know I know Theron's coming. I know I know Jet. Like I know all these people are bringing it. So I'm saying this from a place of love. I want to see y'all. I want to see all y'all win. But y'all gotta y'all gotta use this. Support your boy locally, but at the same time, 
you got to draw inspiration from this, and you got to realize that this boy's got the crown right now. There ain't no discussion about it. So you guys got to take it from him. I love you. You feel me? You guys got to take it from him. And we're going to end it there, all right? Mm-hmm. So let's... let's... Well, let, me, let me add one side note in it. I've done this whole podcast with a Mewtwo hat on. I just wanted to point that it's out. It's my Mewtwo hat. But I found it, and now I'm wearing it, and it don't fit Nick, because as he has stated, his head is too big. My head is really big for my body. I need to work like, out. I don't know if y'all have never seen this cat, but like, <laughs> you do got like, a big damn, head. Like, damn, bro. It could be like a fucking planet. Mewtwo the hardest, though. No, yeah, Mewtwo, exactly. Yeah. Mewtwo's the hardest. I got him on everywhere. You know he's, already, he's already making the statement that he's coming for the crown. He's like, I got Mewtwo on my side. Yeah, like, exactly. What? I got Mewtwo. Look at that thing. Mewtwo, Mewtwo it's he's cold, like, He's like, you bro. may be Mew, but I'm Mewtwo. You feel me? Like, if, you know what I'm saying? If that I mean, there's fit two my of head, you, that is me, bitch. Bro, if that fit my head, I would wear that every single day. I, I would fucking go in the shower with that bitch on. I don't care. So, yeah, I'm probably, you'll probably find me fucking your bitch with a Mewtwo hat on. Probably. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's I think that's the best way to end this podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter at Heel Nick again, H E A L, not H E E. Send him booty pics on Snapchat, which is oh yeah, send nudes. Send nude. My Snapchat is also Heel Nick, H E A L N I C K. Same as my Twitter. Um, would you guys like to plug yourself? Look at well, I'm, I'm gonna plug myself. It's my podcast. Nah, I'm gonna now. plug. I'm gonna plug. I don't care how hot your mixtape <laughs> is. This is still my podcast. So, all right, guys, you know the deal. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter and Snapchat at crispy eleven thirty two. That's C H R I S P Y eleven thirty two. You can follow me on, again on Snapchat and Twitter. And I even today on Snapchat as I was recording this podcast, I um I gave you some behind the scenes looks at it. So um, so you guys can stay tuned, and those two those two ways are the best ways to listen to my podcast and and to um, and to just stay connected with me because I I advertise through Snapchat and Twitter exclusively. So that's where that's where you'll find the link to my iTunes. You'll find the link to my Podbean, which has every episode, both NBA and strictly hip hop. And uh, fellas, it was nice having you guys on, Thank and you I for think. I think you tight. guys will be on. I think you guys will be on soon again when it's uh when it's the next project dropping, when right? When it's Jetta season. When it's Jetta season. Right now it's, it's Healy season. Right now it's Healy season. Hashtag Healy season. Go, go, go out and go buy your Healy's. Go pair of Healy's <laughs> off eBay. Them bitches are them bitches. Size ten. That's what I wear. Send I'll, them to my house. I'll pull up on your bitch on some Healy's, goddamn. Yeah, I seen them skirting over to my bitch's house the other day. I got kind of worried. <laughs> but uh, no. Watch no. your bitch. Watch your bitch. <laughs> No, guys, thank you guys for being on the podcast. Uh, absolute you, love. I'm proud of you for all the work you put in. I, I was you, there behind the scenes. You know, yeah, all those thing. all yeah. those arguments we had in the studio, everything, like, it all it all worked out. Yeah, Somewhere yeah. in the valley, it happened. Somewhere in the valley. Um, just just want to let you guys know, you couldn't have done it without me. I really couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that's real shit. Though. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. This guy is special. This guy is, this is only the beginning of something great. And for all the other local artists, I hope y'all get inspired and come on my podcast and promote your projects. So um, we'll be in touch with we'll be in touch with you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Strictly Hip Hop Local Artist Episode Four. Nick Heel and Chris Adams, somewhere in the valley. All right, we're peace, gonna end there. Peace, peace. I love you. You heard of me. Yeah. <laughs>